0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to our first episode of Evocast. This is a space dedicated to technology, but most of all to share knowledge and experience. As our first guest, we have with us Mika Lilin, that is a very, very talented front end engineer here at Devolution. And he picked the less interesting topic ever. I'm just kidding. Mm. But you picked AI or artificial intelligence uh, as our main topic to talk today. Um, but. Uh, in a very, very interesting way. How can we use artificial intelligence in our daily lives, but most of all in our work, and how artificial intelligence is impacting our lives. So Mikhail, first things first, how does it work? Uh,
1: the AI in general, or, <laughs> so uh, we don't have uh, any, you know, this general AI still. So we have some some technologies that somehow people call AI, but we have it for many years. Like the AI trend was started like five years ago or so. So we already have a lot of uh, things that people call AI, uh, like recommendation systems or Text translations, image recognition, many of them. It's everywhere. AI is everywhere already. So, I guess the topic for today is uh, the, the, the trendy topic for, for nowadays is uh, chat GPT
0: mm-hmm. or
1: GPT models or these uh, large language models. Mm-hmm. So, as it's uh, named, it's a language model. So. It's uh, it's a bit complicated, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's why we are here it is to discuss this kind of topics. Yeah, I wouldn't
1: dive deeper into technical details. So it has trained on a huge amount of uh, text data, uh, like hundreds of gigabytes of different texts from all over the internet, books, uh, whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's relatively new, so this GPT, what it means, uh, what it means? GPT is Generative Retrained Transformers. Uh, I don't know what it is, (laughs) to be (laughs) honest, but yeah, just to drop a word about Mm -hmm. it. And it's relatively new, it was invented by Google, like, in 2017, and uh, it was uh, explored by many companies. The most popular is OpenAI, and they had a lot of different language models which were using these transformers. And uh, yeah, how it works, uh, it kind of, yeah, <laughs> the difference. So before that, we had language models but it worked a bit differently like it analyzed every word uh, you enter or every word it wants to predict. so and every word or part of the word had some weights and it, it has some problems like it, it wasn't really scalable it was really dependent on resources. Oh, and with these Transformers models, it's a bit different. It's more like a parallel way, not really, but yeah, it's organized differently. And the main difference is it uh, has this kind of attention mechanism, which means that it analyzes not like one by one word. It analyzes the whole input and the whole text it generated. So, while generating new output, it adds it to its input and continues to generate output based on all this input mm-hmm. and output together. Mm.
0: Yeah, it, it sounds fantastic and fascinating, but at the same time, it sounds a little bit complicated for you know like an average person to understand. So my my next question is: Is there any application to our daily lives, like normal people using AI or ChatGPT to improve their daily tasks, or is something related only to you know technology side, investigation, research, you know? I guess
1: it's. It's already everywhere, so there are many examples how people use it. Uh, yeah, as it's a language model, it means that any kind of tasks, any kind of uh, you know problems that would that can be expressed with the words with the natural language or tasks that needs to produce any kind of uh, information uh, or do some operations with uh, words or terms or different, so anything that can be expressed with the language can be solved with uh, these GPT, ChatGPT uh, models. Uh, examples like writing an article writing an essay writing a book there are books that people already published with chat gpt yeah um writing anything yeah um, ask a qu- it it has a lot of knowledge so it's a huge database it knows like everything people know almost <laughs> yeah and uh yeah and it can we have this uh, quite fast search over this model? not exactly, but it looks like uh, you enter the, the the prompt the search request and it gets some answer and very often this answer is really precise
0: mm-hmm. and and how about the you know the, the technolo- technology? Side, you know, like, is is there any way to use to improve the technology that we have today, the solutions that we have today in terms of technology? Is it, you know, a good thing to have on an engineering daily work? Uh,
1: for sure, for sure. So, uh, as um, yeah, as I said, if it's uh, language-related tasks, and we have this programming language, for example, which are also expressed with the text so that means that this model can work with that and it is so it can you can say like uh, generate a algorithm for whatever you like for finding something somewhere or to do some operation you, you can express it in just simple words and add it like make it a Python or make it JavaScript and it would generate uh, quite decent code for you. Uh, Moreover, uh, some people... So, if the task is not really clear or is complicated, it can make a mistake. And some people do a script that would get the output, like the script it generated, and ask the same model Send this script to the input and say, please uh, correct all the mistakes, and so on. And it gets a better output. And the script made such that it, in the end, it uh, it requires, it asks the model to check uh, the results of uh, execution. So this script executes this uh, script which was generated and gets the output and passes to input to that model and then model would uh, know if it's correct or no and if it's needed improve it and so on. So, uh, you can generate code with that, you can generate test cases, scenarios, uh, you can then generate documentation. It, re- it is really good on explaining what's happening in code. So, if you have a portion of algorithm and you don't really understand what's happening there. You can pass it to this, uh, chat GPT and it would explain you step by step what's happening. Maybe even can guess like what this code is being using for and so on. So it can be really helpful in everyday tasks. It wouldn't, uh, do all the work for you because it isn't really like 100 precise it makes mistakes it's sometimes biased it's sometimes made up things so uh, yeah it has hallucinations <laughs> it's funny yeah but uh, yeah you can use it it's not only about programming even for uh, devops like you can send like i try to do some docker whatever deployment and get this error and it will explain you how to fix it, and you can send the comments that you tried and say, "Oh, it doesn't work," and it will suggest another improvements and so on and so on. So it can be useful. Yeah, it is really useful. It is really helpful. Yeah. So
0: so taking that in count, you know, like the capability of writing code and you know solve problems like mathematical problems or software problems. Are you afraid to lose your job?
1: Oh, no, not really. <laughs> At least not uh, on my age. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, but uh, I guess many people would have to change the way they work, or change the way they think, because when it becomes really popular and widespread and uh, integrated everywhere, you know, there would be many different tools uh, or many different people who already use this ChatGPT on some freelance websites for example yeah I, there are many different uh, freelancers uh, who code for money and they can optimize the productivity with ChatGPT So, and for some simple tasks they would do it cheaper or faster with GPT. Uh, than people who do it on their own. So it's a competition and uh, this uh, ChatGPT would be a very useful tool and it would be a big advantage Mm -hmm. for people who can or know how to use it or use it everyday life uh, comparing to others who don't. Yeah, yeah. And, you know,
0: we are seeing a lot of improvements and new tools coming and I heard that we already have a new version of ChatGPT, do you, do you know what, uh, what features they added to, to the tool? What are the capabilities
1: of the tool right now? Uh, generally, it's almost the same. It, it becomes more precise, it becomes smarter, it mm-hmm. becomes more powerful and has more, uh, can process a bigger portion of text. Input output uh, and yeah the one interesting feature that is not yet published uh, it was presented in the uh, papers that it can take an image as the input and mm-hmm. it's really interesting so if that example that they show if it's true or maybe it's just so they it's it's really impressive if you Check what they do like it can recognize what's on an image what's uh, what's the joke about on the image or what's the details uh, why it's like this or that and so on but it really it feels like it can be good but yeah we didn't see it yet in in action because it's not published yet Uh, so if it's really as good uh, yeah it would be something really new. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this uh, basically it become more power more powerful. Right now you already can check it if you have this early access. And uh, in near future we would see how it process the images. Mm-hmm. How it recognizes what's happening there. Yeah,
0: it sounds, it sounds again like fantastic to have these kind of tools and you know these improvements and actually these new futures about recognizing images but one question that comes to my mind is is there any need to have these kind of tools on on our daily lives like couldn't we do the mathematical thing and you know recognizing the things and do our stuff by our own hands instead of using like, artificial intelligence, because we did it in the past.
1: Yeah, but we did a lot of weird stuff in the past. We <laughs> ride horses, and uh, whatever. We made uh, calculations on the paper. So, I don't know, that's a weird question. Of course, it's, it would be... It's inevitable, you cannot ignore it. It would be everywhere. And yes, you can. You can use it. some people like it, but it's Spotify everywhere, the same would be with uh, this technology, you can, you still can do, you can write a book, you can read a lot of uh, papers and produce some uh, outcome from that, some results of your research, or find the answer on your question by yourself, you can. But many people would benefit from these robots making work for you. Yeah, yeah. And, and
0: do you have an an opinion as an average guy, you know, a normal guy? Do you have an opinion about the usage of artificial intelligence and specifically these kind of tools?
1: Like, uh, is it uh, safe? I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's, In general. yeah, yeah.
1: The, yeah, yeah. Uh, Recently I had this feeling, so I've been using it like for a couple of weeks in my hobby projects, in my everyday work, so I try to keep in mind that okay I have this useful, uh, helpful tool, let's try to explore and to use it. So when I started to use it, I realized that oh my god, people would become really dumb soon because (laughs) it makes you don't care about anything, so you just ask the questions or copy-paste the output of your console or some portions of your code and just copy the result it gets you and you don't think at all so it is It is uh, really possible for people to stop uh, thinking, to stop memorizing things, because in future all the knowledge we have would be in that uh, language models. Yeah.
0: And and, and for example, as an engineer, your opinion change. Like, do you think, as an engineer, do you think differently? Do you have a, a more deep... Perspective about artificial intelligence and the, the, you know, the, like the results of
1: use this kind of tool. Uh, I don't know. I I am really positive about that. So I, I I'm not afraid of it uh, killing all the people and uh, conquering the whole world. Uh, yeah, it's an arguable thing, but. Currently, I see it as a pretty useful tool. It is kind of possible, like we can, we can imagine the dystopian future when... Uh, for example, when, when, when AI in such a GPT or uh, any other uh, language model would be so smart and uh, bulletproof and uh, precise, so maybe some people, I can imagine, in, if you're in a corporation, uh, you can suggest to assign uh, AI as a CEO. And if you, if if uh, all the shareholders would uh, would see that, okay, it produces the better decisions, it produces more revenue for us, they can leave it, and we could we can imagine that we would see a company controlled by AI. Yeah, of course, it's kind of supervised by by humans, but if... Like, for the whole human history, we see that people are not really good <laughs> in general. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, uh, if their uh, optimizing function would be getting more money, there could be dangerous uh, decisions, yeah. But it's anyway it's somehow controlled by the people. But there are some um, point of view that people can lose control. So if you give uh, much power to such an AI, uh, it can build a technology that would force uh people to do some to do anything like uh one of the argument is like oh people would never uh do what ai says or people would rebel or people would never provide the resources for that ai so we can easily you know we, we can switch it off we can turn off the power we can turn off uh, the computer where it runs, or that data center, we can destroy everything, (laughs) in theory, yeah? But uh, what if this AI is so smart, it would build infrastructure, it would build uh, the whole world infrastructure that people would never agree to destroy? So, like, some something, some network or uh, yeah, some technology that would gain money for people, for example, so or or get food. So it can be like in theory, yeah. Uh, so deeply integrated everywhere, so people wouldn't like to ignore it, to to destroy it, and um, yeah, that could be a problem. But I believe it's far. From what we are here, because yeah, all this—you uh, know—another uh, the, the, thought I had is all these GPT future AI topics. It's uh, really far from reality because, like, we are—we are really privileged to use it to think about. It. Because many people, like billions of people in the world, uh, barely have money to get some food or. They have nowhere to link. so it's kind of yeah it would be everywhere in future but would it affect the whole world Mm, who knows yeah
0: yeah so I had a lot of questions to make and to ask you uh, but our time is short so I have a final uh, question but it's a little bit provocative and it's related to movies because sometimes movies tend to, you know, represent, you know, future realities and we see for example Terminator with the Skynet thing uh for example Irobot with robo robots taking the control and conquer the world but you know when i was hearing you uh on the other questions and talking about you know producing uh knowledge and you know, solving a lot of problems of of the world and making people earn money without working, my mind went to WALL-E movie because, you know, I don't know if you know WALL-E mm-hmm, movie,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but people tend to, you know, stop working and be at a capsule, you know, doing nothing, you know, and let the robots taking care of the world. And then, you know, forests disappear... You know, the, the everything mm. turns more, you know, I don't know, without life, I would say, uh, until they realize that makes sense to take care again of the world. So my question is, do you see, like, the world in 20 years like this without people not controlling the things and let the robots taking care of everything and not enjoying the world, not enjoying the life because... You don't need to because you, you you get lazy. You don't need to get knowledge or learn things because you can take it for granted because, you know, you can go to chat GPT and ask, how can I, you know, survive mm-hmm. or yeah. how can I earn money or how can I eat without, you know, making a proper meal? Mm-hmm. So, or having the nutrients that I need to, to live. So... Do you, how do you see like the world in 20 years as when we know that these kind of tools will evolve to something more efficient, more accurate, more intelligent? How do you see the, the future?
1: I guess in 20 years, nothing would change dramatically. So it would be uh, the same world. Like uh, What changed when people invented the smartphones when the first iPhone came. And nothing really. <laughs> yeah, we have this internet and the uh, applications and uh, so on, but uh, we still do the same stuff. And uh, I guess in, in scope of 20 years, there would be not so much changes. Yes, uh, many people would benefit from that. There would be a lot of tools, that use that and actually I think it would be so natural that you wouldn't ever think about it. Like it's AI or not. It would be just part of your routine. You don't you would you wouldn't even think that it's AI, what it's a model or whatever. It just works. Like everything we have uh, right now smartphones. You don't think about applications, Wi Fi, bluetooth a lot. You just and use it, you send messages, you don't think how it works. So, yeah, the same is for uh, all these AI technologies. It would be natural, it would be widespread, and uh, but people would still stay people, at least in the scope of 20 years. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah, many people would have um, more spare time. Many people would change their Job and the way they work and the way they make money. It would be just a bit different uh, tasks, mm-hmm. so less uh, routine, and uh, maybe some people would have time for uh, for creativity, for for making something, new to express themselves or explore something new. Yeah, but. Uh, in general, the, the most part of the world would be the same. People would still go to groceries and make breakfast and go to boring office.
0: <laughs> so, uh, I I cannot, you know, finish our, our first podcast without asking another thing because, you know, this is a conversation and we have, of course, a script, but I don't like scripts, so I will do another question. There you go So... As we were talking about these kind of technologies and the benefits and, you know, the the worst part of artificial intelligence, I was thinking, so the vision of Mikhail is very positive. So I have to ask you, do you think that we will be capable of, you know, use AI to solve, for example, the lack of water or, you know, the pollution thing? Because you were talking about, you know, solving these problems and, of course, these GPT tools, they have a lot of knowledge and data and they ca- they are capable to gather all the data and then, you know, give you a solution for for a problem. Do you think that they will be capable
1: of, you know, solving these kind of worldwide problems? Uh, so, as we mentioned at the very beginning, we already capable of it. I mean, for many years, we use AI everywhere and... In solving that problems as well. I believe there are some companies who use uh, some image recognition or data analyzing tools with some kind of AI insight to work on pollution, climate change or whatever. So it's not a problem like uh, of technology. Technology wouldn't solve everything. We have many beautiful technologies and people can use, Uh, but uh, what people do (laughs) is different so, yeah, uh, there are many, we know already there are many initiatives and if this trend would continue people would be more aware on uh, all these problems, we would be closer to solution, but uh, the technology itself is just another tool and it's, it's yeah, it cannot give you all the, you know, all the answers on any questions. Uh, I mean, in such, uh, in such, a complex problems. So, I believe it, we, I can imagine, so it can produce some uh, long, uh, paper, uh, if you provide the, the, the good, uh, request for that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and it would have a lot of good ideas, a lot of things that you can implement. But who would implement? Who would do that? We need, we need this power, we need this human power to, to make it real. Um, so sense. the knowledge, it's not a problem. So we already had a lot of solutions on any problem we have. And yeah, we do our best. And AI is you know, just uh, another tool that we we already use and we yeah. use more and more. Yeah, it makes
0: totally sense. So, thank you, Mikhail for your contribution and for this discussion, this amazing discussion about you know the usage of artificial intelligence and how it can improve our lives. Uh, we had a lot of. Other questions to discuss, but we don't have actually time, so we will keep this kind of discussion for other editions. Um, for you on that side, please let us know about your opinion about artificial intelligence, and also suggest another topics that you want to, you know, hear about uh, in our podcast. And we will try, and we will do our best to find out uh, a person that can, you know, give us. Um, his opinion or her opinion um in order to make this podcast even more uh interactive so thank you um for your 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 attention and let's let's uh let's hope that we will have another edition of this uh, podcast thank you very much thank you